Strong start. I'll see you in five minutes. G'day everybody and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL Show. Completely packed for work of the weekend, this podcast is brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's the complete package. Today on the show, it's the six points going into the last round of the home and away season. If you haven't subscribed, please do that. Leave us a rating, leave us a review uh, and tell a couple of mates. All right, let's get stuck in. This is the Hardball Gets AFL Show. My name's Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis and Chris Robinson. Gentlemen. Tapping in, gents. How are we doing? Going really well. Having a tough day, Robbo, which uh, we won't go into. I've spoken to you about it and you said uh, you're thinking of me throughout the day, so that's good. Thank Just, you. Do you want to explain to the listeners what it is? No, I don't want to go into it. It's too Do deep. we need to start like a GoFundMe? Or? Yeah, no, we'll just let it sit. But just if you're sitting there listening, just, just spare a thought for me. Well, did I miss this? Nah, I'm just driving. So, so Zave has to drive a slightly less than ideal car for yeah. the remaining, what, half branded of the morning? One, uh, 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, tough one. So if anyone wants to chip in. <laughs> because I'm getting it clean to get a brand new one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it sort of snuck up, honestly, this one, the last uh, round of the season. Mm-hmm. So well, then it's a bye next week, and then we're in the finals, right? And the bye is a uh, start of AFLW. And under 18 championship final? Uh, I think so. It's coming around then. Yes. Yes. But very excited for the um, start of the AFLW, particularly with the 18 teams, as we know, across the board for the first time. It's going to be great. Well, then this is, this is a plug, but it's, we, I get absolutely nothing. We get nothing out of it. It's all we lose money doing it. But AFLW Fantasy, if anyone wants to do it, oh, yeah, yeah. jump on the AFLW uh, Fantasy. Just chuck it in Google. Uh, my mate Selby runs it. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Puts up his own cash. So it dead set costs him money to do, but he just mm. does it for all around purposes. And I'm an owner of it. Just I don't know why. I think he wants to tweet it out at once. But uh, yeah, we get nothing out of it. Anyway, but if you do like fantasy, jump on AFLW Fantasy. Hey, what is AFLWFantasy.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I did know. it last season. Uh, I think it did. Yeah, okay. AFLWFantasy.com. Yeah. Uh, the winner took on 5,000 last year. And they just got hats out, right? Hats out, yeah. So if you do want to get, get a hat, like, even if you didn't, just because you're like do part I get of it. Hat? Did you just get uh, a hat? Did you ask for a hat? No, nah, I didn't ask for one. No. We want some hats for plugging it, by the way. Hey, do we show get us a hat? Yeah, yeah. Give oh, us a I'll hat. get us a hat. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Six points for the week. Who wants to kick us off? Oh, do you want me to go? I'll it's start yours, us mate. off. The floor is yours. All right. Uh, some big names. Hang on, hang on. Sorry. Before you start, it's time for another edition of What Are Zave's Notes <laughs> Written on the Back <laughs> yeah. Of? And today it is... Just an envelope. Just a standard envelope. The type that you'd put in a post box yeah. circa 1993. What are you um, putting in an envelope like that? Why do you have that? That's how I carry my drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, right. continue. Yeah, there you go. Happy with that response? Yeah, that's um, fine. Okay, so a lot of big names were retired. 300 game plus players, near enough to 300. Uh, we spoke about David Mundy last week or the week before about does he fall in the Hall of Fame category? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go through the one, two, three, four... Seven players who have retired. I've just got some stats on them and whether you think they fall into a Hall of Fame okay. category. Because sure. it is we, we, very, very easy for people to say, oh, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. 
So I want a clear and concise yes or no. They are in or they will not be in the Well, there's Hall going to be fame. more space after Nick goes through and removes the people. When I do my audit. <laughs> when yeah, the bloke from, from 1856. Come <laughs> on. I'm going, to go, I'm going to go to the family's house. And say, yeah. I wouldn't need that bike back. <laughs> Unless please. you can show me vision, yeah. <laughs> we're out. All right, let's start. We'll, we'll quickly start with Dave Money because we did Amanara a little bit. Uh, three seventy-three games. A Roscoe captain the club. One All Australian, one Best and Ferris. Dave Mundy, will he be in the Hall of Fame? I think that I think he's more likely than unlikely. Mm. Yes. I think weight of games gets him here. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't say. I would say there wouldn't be too many in the top ten of like all times game played who have who aren't okay. in. I think all that's right. what gets him there. So it's a yes, yes. But yeah. But if if he had, if it was let's say two eighty games, three hundred, he probably wouldn't. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, mm. okay. I, I don't think he's a lock, but I think if he's if you have to pick so, one way, I'd like to see yeah, him. So in we're there, picking yes. one way. So yes, yes, yes. okay. Yep. Uh, a three-time premiership player from the Richmond Football Club played three hundred and one games, three flags, one All Australian. Shane Edwards. That's a tough one. It probably it's a yes, like when you go through the three flags, three hundred games. Mm, I'd probably go no slightly. No, is that okay? Yeah, of course you can. Uh, does, what, what would you go? Do, I think he also is a leader in the community, a young Indigenous man who has led by example. Um, I, I think yes. Do you think that might get it over the yeah, line? Yeah, I think yes. I think he's been a wonderful... Um, I think he gets over the line. Is it 300, three, three, three flags, three times three. Yeah. Uh, but does Grant Birchall fall in then? Grant Birchall, should, yeah, well, yeah okay. well, he's got three. Yeah, we I got four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, Shane Edwards, no, yes. Yes. Grand Bridge will have a fair few All-Australians too, wouldn't he? One, I think. It was. all? I think it was one, yeah. I think you have to, if you've only got one All-Australian, and I know All-Australians aren't everything, you, you have to... You need something else. ...have a lot of something else. So that's the three flags, four flags. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, one that I think we're all just going around and saying no. Uh, Michael Hurley, 193 no. games, banned 33 players in that little saga, so probably you lost, no, lost a season yeah, Negative. There. Two All-Australians. had one of the best beards going around the AFL for a while. Yeah, I'm not a beard man, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, right, Robbie Gray, 270 games, four All-Australians, three best and fairest, f- twice the leading goal kicker for Port Adelaide mm-hmm. in a season, and a five-time showdown medalist. Lock. Most definitely. Lock. Lock, lock, mm. lock. Okay. First ballot. First, start, first ballot. Start preparing your speech now. First ballot. I think so. I think Robbie Gray was in the best five players in the mm-hmm. AFL for probably a stretch of years that... And no one really gave him the credit for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Coaches Association 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yep, 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 yep. Sorry. And I 24, I think 2014 was the year that he, they, Port Adelaide did Frio in a semi final over here on a Saturday night. And Gray just turned that game around. He yeah. kicked four in the second half or four Could've from that. No, midway through the second quarter. He's done that so many times. Match so. winner. Absolute okay. match winner. Robbie Gray's a yes by three. A guy who announced his retirement today. Uh, best known for his work at Sydney. I thought he was an absolute megastar of the competition. 2015 Coaches Association Player of the Year. Three-time All-Australian, one best and fairest, one flag, 224 games. Daniel Hennebury. Daniel Hennebury. Really tough one, that one. Mm. Really being tough being harsh, one. I'm saying no. Do you like the research I've done here too, by That's the way? That's great, yeah. This is a good segment. I'm amazed that you're able to fit all oh, of no, this. I've, I've <laughs> put it in little standard categories. standard size, little, this is yeah. like a you know Christmas card size yeah. kind of envelope. Yeah. yeah, this isn't a big folio. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is a little nibbler. Uh, yeah, it's impressive. If I'm being harsh, I'm saying no. No? Um, oh, jeez. I'd need more time to think about it. I mean, you'd, it's easy to forget how good he was at Sydney. Incredible. Mm. Because his past, whatever it is, three, three or four years have been so I reckon the much. Sydney, I'm going to say no... But I reckon if he stayed at Sydney... He'd be a yes. He'd be a yes. It's, and this is, you know, you can't help leg injuries or whatever. I've, I've had plenty myself. 
So maybe he has that run of injuries at Sydney anyway, and mm. we don't see much more of him anyway. But if he stayed at Sydney, uh, he, he was a spectacular player, Dan. Mm-hmm. And tough and played on the outside as well. Not many tough outside players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is kind of a way, and these are fine margins because we're talking Hall of Fame yeah. versus just a really, really, really good player. Yeah. He's only played 225, and I think if you've yeah. only played... Yeah. I think there was a couple at the start, and then obviously these ones at the end. Where yeah. He came, remember he just came out of nowhere? Yeah. He season? played in year 12. Played footy in year 12? Yeah. I thought he came out of nowhere. No, he played And then won 12. the Rising Star. No. Oh, I'm completely High wrong draft then. So I think yeah. if you only... If you sub, you know, 250, uh, you need to be... Not like... Not, not high, high, but yeah, no, he's at Xavier College. Okay. Debuted like, 18 years, 144 days. Was when he debuted. Yeah, so year twelve, you dickhead. Oh, I'm completely wrong there. Yeah. Oh, he lost him at the end. Uh, yeah, okay, we lost him at the end. All right, so Dan Hanbury three nos. I'll say no. Yep. Okay. Yep. Great career though. So, but, um, Great career. Well, show, what's Pick the 30. story about horse um, and the coaches' association votes? Dan Hanbury needed four or five or something, and he got him in the last round. <laughs> no, nah, don't know. Mm. Right. Okay. Um, Josh Kennedy, Sydney, 290 games, three AAs. One, uh, three best and fairest, one flag. Josh Kennedy, Sydney Swans, two ninety five to five years. He was captain. Lock yeah, him lock in. in. Lock in. So I lock him in in front of Robbie Gray. I don't know why. I, I have Gray ahead of him. No, no. If, mm. if I was picking a player to win me a game, like with the absolute bag of tricks, yeah. and it, it, But if I'm going to war for a season, I'm picking Sydney's yeah. Josh Kennedy. Mm. I think they're both walking into that Hall of Fame ceremony okay. arm in arm. All right, and the last one is an absolute certainty, but I just wrote it down anyway. Oh, I've got two more, actually. The other Josh Kennedy. Yeah, the other Josh Kennedy. That's the walk-in. Yeah, I don't is. think I need to go through his stuff. No. And last but not least, another captain that's retired this season after 251 games, two premierships, Ben McAvoy. Uh, again, great career. Probably not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's Fair? How I, that's how I left it. Ben McAvoy off. Not Josh, Ken- Josh Kennedy, the West Coast version. So we had, uh, we caught up with him the other day for a project we're working on. And never seen. Tell me more. Never seen anything like it. People running down the stairs. Like a lot of the media company, a lot of people come through here. People were running, like with posters, and they'd gone and printed off pictures. Like yeah. I've just never seen. You're talking about our staff members here. Our staff members okay. in the building. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like this is. I've never seen that reaction to someone coming doing. in there. It'd no, be, I'll tell it'd you. Be, it'd be, I'll tell me off. I'll tell you off here. And I'll text him. I want to know how much it was. He, <laughs> he not missing out on too many pennies at the moment. Okay. <laughs> There's a bit of work around for him. I bet. Strong start. I'll see you in five minutes. <laughs> what do you got, Robbo? Um, I want to talk about Super Sunday, what we've got coming up. Yep. And one of our regular gripes, which is fixturing and scheduling yep. and what it all looks like. So there's been a bit of debate around how you sort of play this out. So basically, the two games of, well, the two biggest games of interest on Sunday, Dogs, Hawks, and obviously Carlton Collingwood to see yep. who grabs that last spot in the eight. So, Dogs Hawk starts at 1.10 oh, Eastern time, which no is 11.10 WA time. And then at about three-quarter time in that game, Carlton Collingwood starts. Nice. Yeah. So, to me, this is, and I understand that there's arrangements with broadcasting agreements and all the rest of it. To me, this is the old Dennis Cometti, he chose the third of two options. Surely, yeah. you only <laughs> have... One game leads into the other game in its entirety, or All those you play both overlap. of those games at the same time. Like, mm. si- like it's Super Sunday, si- yeah. Like yeah. Sydney are yeah. fighting for a top two finish, and that's the reality and of, of every Sunday schedule. But surely, when you get down to the last day of the season, and there's so much interest and so much at stake, 
you're finding a way to either go, okay, you guys start at the same time or we're doing this whole game into that whole game. Now, I did a tweet, I reckon, oh, six weeks ago about overlapping and I drew a flowchart out for the AFL to copy, like <laughs> yeah. a blueprint. Also on the back of an envelope. I am hitting that again today. That is outrageous. Yeah. There's three games that people care about. You may as well play them over the top of each other completely. If you do the do old. That. Is, remember the. Um, I think it's like the EPL, the last day when. No, so I don't like it. that. I like to know the best scenario here is Hawthorne play bullies. Bullies win. Mm. Bullies yeah. are in the eight. Right. Go get a Carlton. Go get a Gatorade. Yeah. Then bang, Carlton are going at it. Yeah. How so just good? bring that game mm. half an hour earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's that. Um, that finished though. The, I, I, Still remember back to that. One. Oh, it was well. a Man City's first, yeah, and then it was Man all City happening. Like, yeah, and United, it was, yeah. the, the winner of the like EPL was changing every second minute. Yeah, that is that is outstanding. It was a bit different for us, I think. Yeah, we will because not everyone will have the ability to flick between games. And stuff no, like that. that, but also um, there, there, there's no finals. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 like, it's not as much on the line. Nah. Still a lot on the line, obviously, but not as much. Yeah, yeah. But surely you want as many eyeballs as possible. So someone said to me the, the other day, day, it's all about um, money, obviously. And I stood up, and, and they, so they've said it like, well, it's all about money. And I'm like, yeah, but if there's overlapping games, there's less eyes on the screen. Yeah, I don't how, know. How is this it is about, about money? money? I don't yeah, get. I don't, they don't get the money argument. Mm. If it's more about money, you want more eyes over your ads. Yeah. Um, so why wouldn't they be completely separate? It's just yeah. tough. I mean, if that last quarter starts and the Bulldogs are down by eight points at three-quarter time, last quarter starts, and then the Carlton Collingwood game starting as well. Which one are you watching? You're probably flicking every every stoppage you're flicking. I'm going Carlton Collingwood. You're just going straight away? I am. Even though it might not mean anything for Carlton if the dogs get rolled? But I just want to see the start. Mate, probably because it's uh, in in Tasmania and it's only about 1 p.m. that your legs start working and be that cold at this time of year. Imagine going sitting in the outer in Tasmania. Beautiful part of the world, mate. Yeah, I know. Cold, those, though. I love Tassie. One, oh, he's one of those people that, oh, Tassie, don't bring, give them a team. No, I give them a team. What, if they sign up to streamer, you'll have them? I'll have them on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Primary partner. Okay, we've got to talk a little bit about the Essendon mess this week. I know we spoke briefly about it on Monday. What mess? It's a bit of a mess. You're your side. Well, you're going back to being Essendon supporter now. <laughs> Staunch defender. I thought you were the chief executive officer. No. Yeah. <laughs> And the lady or gentleman who um, ha- who wrote the article had the audacity to go back and spell and change the spelling of Essendon on the article, <laughs> but not but not my name and my quotes. <laughs> like surely the spelling of Essendon is is less concerning than just completely quoting the wrong person. So yeah. for those who don't know what we're talking about, there was an article put out on Monday during the madness that yeah. had, instead of Essendon CEO Xavier Campbell, it had Essendon CEO Xavier Ellis. Yeah. Mm. And then went on, to, sa- and then on. Went on to take quotes and, s- like, quote, Alice said. Yeah. So it wasn't like a mistaken, we've got, uh, yeah, autopilot. They used it several times. They've dead set gone with me, my quotes. Gelwish Xavier Campbell said something outrageous, and I could sue him. Well, now we know Clarko's going to Essendon. He's getting his people in there early. They said he wanted yes. his team around him. He's gone back to the well. Imagine him, imagine him on day one unrolling the, the team, like the, his team, and it's like, righto, we've got um, you know, uh, Damien Hardwick, abracadabra, yeah. uh, head of footy. Uh, we've got uh, Todd Viney, um, head of development. 
Xavier uh, Allen's CEO. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. He said, well, he'd, he'd tell you, just go, Xavier, just go put your feet up, mate. I'm the CEO. Oh, I just well, need someone in the chair. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned the story about the, the walkie walk of the <laughs> yeah, CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that was funny. You'd, you'd, at least you'd stay, like, you know, you'd stay, you'd know exactly what the job was. Yeah, you'd just stay quiet. Yeah. No, no, and just go into war with Clarko. Yeah, every time yeah. he's got a thing, I'll push it publicly. Yeah, don't worry about that. I'm in. Um, but it's, it's, it's untenable now. And I, without having, uh, no, without knowing whether. He's actually had some Have the words media had much to play with the the reporting of it being incorrect? Oh, so have you followed that narrative at all? So this is what like everyone coming out early and saying that he yeah. was sacked and then he and wasn't. And the pressure that's now on Ben Rutten and the mental Yeah, but the pressure and... that I think the they every time they made this move, this is untenable now. Like Ben Rutten's yeah, not no, they've made it untenable, yeah. Yeah, but I don't that's that's Essendon, that's not No, I get that, but reports he'd been sacked. Yeah, but I think that at the time, so the, some of the things that have come back since are saying, look, it might not have been true at the time, but it was about 98%. But then that's not true. And then it's changed an hour later. At the time, but it was reported. But that's not true. No, the fact that he'd been sacked, it wasn't true. Someone went, yeah, they went too early. Yeah. Um, I think it was Neil Mitchell. Neil Mitchell. Of all people, like, not even a footy journo. <laughs> I have heard, uh, I think on the sounding board, Damien Barrett said he, he got similar texts around the same yeah. time. So he knows, like, where it was coming from. But mm. obviously he had made a few more calls and things change. Um, but it's uh, like it's it's now untenable to make these amount of changes and get in the pool for Alistair Clarkson. You're already hanging your coach. So out what are you dry. thinking? I think they just want him so badly. This yeah, but, but but if they wanted him so badly, Ben Rutten should have been sacked four weeks ago. Yeah, I oh know this is going to backfire badly if he doesn't go there. Unless they've been doing the sneakies. Unless they've got something lined. But up. then you would have thought the president would have been over the top of it. Yes, and you don't. Do you know what I mean, like you can't have. Your vice president speaking to Clarko, mm. and then right, right on this date we're going to sack the president. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to sack. Like that's too many chairs that need to be moved. Yeah, there's also Clarkson said the whole way along that he's only going to talk to people where there's a job actually available. And Ben Rutten's still technically in the chair. This is where it complicates matters further. I mean, his agent. You can yeah. say I'm not going to talk to him until it's available. Yeah. But his agent may be doing some. What are you mad uh, at, Robbo? Um, yeah, extraordinary to me that that Essendon would leave it this late. Yeah, in the piece, we we knew what Essendon was this season. What yeah. two months ago, more than that, two and yeah. a half months ago. Um, I think at that point you had to commit, and you know that one of the greatest of all time is there, and you know that there's two other clubs at that point that are looking for a coach. You need to just go all in one way or another yeah. and just go, hey, either Rutten's our guy or we're putting our hat in the ring yeah. at that point. Not in the last week of the season. It's funny, surely. though. Rutten, uh, as great a guy as he, he is, I think, he's a fantastic person, never struck me as being a senior AFL coach. Mm. And I don't know why. Like Maybe it was the, just the way he played footy. But I, I just never saw... It was weird how it all started, off the back of the drug saga, into worse fold, into, into yeah, one and year of the overlap. One year when Rutten was kind of coaching but not fronting yeah. stuff. What, mm. what, what list would you rather? North Melbourne? North Melbourne in a heartbeat. It's a good question. North Melbourne or Essendon? Yeah. Um, I think Essendon, you'd, yeah, North Melbourne is more of a clean slate. Essendon, mm. you're, you're better set up to bounce back straight yeah. away, potentially. It, it if you can get a list, lot of things right. Everything tick, the list in my books is big, a bigger tick to North, mm. but every other column that you need to probably research is a tick is to Essendon. Is a tick to Essendon, yeah. Mm. Um, but I did, I did a, a poll on Twitter, and I think 1,700 or 1,600 voted just simply list. Mm-hmm. Essendon... Mm. North and Essendon fifty five percent, but I don't think Essendon North know their shit. Yeah, like they know that they're yeah. going to have another number one draft pick, which won't be number one, but essentially number one mm. for finishing last mm. this year. They'll be no good again next year. 
So another top three, you'd mm-hmm. assume. They got a top three pick from two years ago who didn't play this season. Mm-hmm. Ready yeah. To go. Yep. So before you know it, there's four or five top three picks there to go. We've also got the mid-season, the tall, that yeah, middle, I'm which not is like a tw- top 20. Stuff, like... But, you know, you've traded for Coleman. Like they've... They're five years from showing anything. Yeah. But at least they know their shit in five and, years. I reckon and, Essendon, and that's a really big part of the battle is yeah. knowing where you are. Yeah. Could Essendon be a Chris Judd when Chris Judd went to Carlton? Remember, it was like, finals. Oh, here we go. We've got yeah. look at our midfield we shit. We finished eighth and yeah, then we finished seventh and now we're yeah, done again. See you later. Like, yeah. I, I can't see getting over the, the at all. No. I don't think. Will you pick Essendon to make the finals of Clarko coaches there next year? No. <sighs> it's another really good question. Um, I don't know. Yeah, got a job at streamer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to Give make finals. Oh, I'd be really tempted. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. he's nah. pretty good coach. Yeah, but yeah, still. but he's, you compare the Essendon list at the moment to the last couple of Hawthorne lists he had, mm. and what was he able to do with them? Yeah, I don't Does know. I, I feel like the talent. Those... I feel like the talent is Who? partially there. Readable well, Perkins, Cox, Harry Jones, like this next generation coming through. I think we. Just I think sh- I think in the right hands they can do something. I just get the first year everyone gets surprised. They've never heard of this player. Second year, second year they, they didn't, didn't go really. Up. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. I don't know. And Perkins, grow your hair long again so I can pick you in the pick you on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. who's sixteen? <laughs> yeah. uh, and Cox, yeah, there was. I expected more from Cox. At least there was last year. Was Cox kicked that goal? Cox was fresh left foot or his year. right foot, whatever foot it was, his opposite foot. And everyone's like, this bloke, two hundred centimeters kicks. Unicorn. His next fifteen kicks on his opposite foot went out in the full. Yeah. <laughs> An oldie but a topic we need to touch on. Uh, Geelong finals, home oldie, finals Geelong oldies. at the Alphabet Stadium. 26,000 capacity at the moment. Can't do I it at th- the moment. I think, well, where would the Giants play? Well, the Giants would play there, but you can't, you can't play a final at a Why building not? site. Well, you can. So, so just before we go into this, is... I mean, I know they played at the MCG when I was building sites. Yeah, but how much of this is Geelong's call and how much of this is the AFL's well, call? Geelong would play in Geelong in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So they're just not allowed to. Not allowed. Not allowed. See, every every year they say we're playing. We want to play our games in yeah, Geelong. See, I, say, I don't so understand that. I think every, every other club is allowed to play at their home. I ground. think when what, it's what finished, are we do to Tassie when they make the finals. Sorry, guys. Uh, Twenty five thousand. Nah, um, we're going to chuck you at the G. Yeah. Well, the, sorry, Freo. Um, I I agree in principle that they should have their home finals there. I just think they need to finish that stand first and then go for your life. Always locked in at your home ground. No, nah, you should be able to play wherever you want to play yeah, if that's your that. home ground. Well, the capacity now is like 20. Yeah, it's not. There'll be a lot of unhappy. I don't know. If you're a Geelong spotter out there, let us know whether. Oh, well, you'd be no, happy they'd to rather miss lose out on at the ticket. G. They'd rather sit and watch and lose at the G than we, win at home. We did see some mm. comments last year from long suffering Melbourne fans who were like, oh, I'd prefer that they lost the grand final because I can't be there yeah, to yeah. finally see them win it in yeah, Perth, yeah, which, is, I, which is extraordinary. Then I also had some mates who um, sent me videos of their behaviour about five days in a row in Melbourne in lockdown. They certainly weren't in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, and they were pretty pleased with the win, regardless where it was. Two certain Melbourne fans thought they'd have the best of both oh, and yeah. ended up in the clink. Do you reckon yeah. they look at it now and go, Worth it. it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon? I saw that there's an article in the Herald Sun. They've been barred from the A list in Melbourne. What's that? Thought, like just. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say barred from the A league. I was like, wow. They can't go to the A league. Any A league Western games. United. They're really disappointed. <laughs> they can't get out there. Um, no, no. Like, they're, they're just they're like the now. you know the functions and stuff around town. They no longer get the invites Ooh, they once gee. did. No, they they just have to go to B-list once. They've been They've relegated to, to the B-list. Yeah, it's yeah there's a few. I saw Nadia Bartels drop down too. We should do Has like she dropped down to the B-list? Yeah. Wow. saw Nadia Bartels randomly landed on her TikTok, TikTok page the other day. <laughs> yeah. Just in my... For um, you? 
Yeah, on FYP, your for you. whatever it's called. For yeah. You, but yeah. Um, in answer to your moment. question, <laughs> you should be able to play wherever oh, your home ground is. You should be able to play. Otherwise, there. knock it down and don't play there at all. Yes, hundred percent agree. I think yeah, I in principle agree with you, but I just think wait till it's finished. That look you're giving me. I just want to belt him. <laughs> All right, titanium head, mate. Um, wanted to talk about the umpire story that was raised, reported on the Nine Network last night about four field umpires Good potentially being in vogue next season from next year onwards. Yeah. So upwards from three, which it currently nice. is, obviously. <laughs> um, the pros... The reasons behind this obviously opens up the potential for more people to be involved in the umpire pool is slightly less physical demand. To which try means and draw more people would be able to to, to, to draw people into the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. To attract more people. That would be the only reason why I'd see it to, a reason for it to happen is to maybe promote that there is on our books 150 umpires, not yeah. 100. That's the and only I, and reason. And I think that's an important for. reason. Um, I really read. I really read the comments. I read some of the comments on this one last <laughs> night, and almost to a man and a woman, it was the vibe of more umpires is going to equal more whistles. Yeah. on the ground, everyone has to have a blow. Yeah, I don't how know much. If it how much merit is way, there though. in that line of thinking? Well, it's funny without knowing the numbers, like a trial or anything. But maybe they subconsciously go, oh, "This is not my area." This is not. My, I, yeah, it's certainly actually nothing about it. There's certainly going to be more whistles. Which you I'm reckon? quite, yeah, because you're going to see more. Well, yeah, that's the point. You will see more. You know kids. the ones, how many times in the oh, in the commentary box would say, too high, you know, da, da, da. Oh, I'm a Harvey Norman Reef. Oh, you can see there the, uh, the yeah, umpire was clearly it. blindsided by mm. Nick Nat or something like that. You know what? And I'm going off sort of half cocked here, but there's, isn't there the argument that it's more free kicks is actually opens up the game more? No, nah, it slows everything down. Does it? Yeah. There's a lot more free kicks paid in the 90s. I'll go back and find this research. Yeah, mate, mate, maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like we've too high free kick, take two people on top of him, two people oh, get up off the ground. I think it's the and argument. They come back five, don't line up, hey, back around the man on the mark. Why would you kick it from there? He's, all of a sudden the footy's on the wing, kick it back to the bloke, line him up because he's on the wing because he needs to be in line with the goals 89 metres out. Yeah. And then he gets to kick the footy. Um, yeah, I think that what I'm thinking of was something about the congestion. Just pay the kicks earlier in the congestion and open it up again. Yeah. Um, are you a fan? Um, I, I, I do like it, and I think it's really important to get more people to umpire. No, so the the lower say, yeah. threshold you have yeah. for that sort of physical requirement, obviously, the better, because you're going to open up the pool. Yeah, there was uh, a bloke here who was probably the best umpire in waffle ranks, but he kept getting knocked back from the AFL because he couldn't do the couldn't get under the time. I think who was in it? like one of the uh, Stu Parry. Okay, um, he eventually got a gig later as an emergency umpire. But there was yeah. that's the the question. They're ruling out good umpires. Mm-hmm. Because they can't hit the physical markers, mm-hmm. I think. Like it's, it's like the police You don't want force. athletes, you want umpires. It's like the police force. We're ruling out good police officers who can't get five on the beep test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think there might be a tendency, though, to if you're out there and you're an umpire, yeah. even just subconsciously, oh, there would be that, that thought yeah. of, I need to blow my whistle a certain amount yeah. of times here mm. to be doing my job. Yeah. And if you have four rather than three, that's potentially more whistles, yeah. right? Some umpires on a Friday night too. I need to blow my whistle a couple more times here. Oh. Just take a few steps in before I do Mate, the out of bounds. Stop using umpires. This is the problem with umpire bashing. <laughs> Sorry, can we blow the, can we blow the side? Umpires are all good people. This is outrageous. Uh, where is it? Oh, it's back to me. Yes. All right. So the a couple of kind of media-ish points this week. So one of them was, I think what, it was Tom Brown who announced whose retirement. 
trying to remember who it was now. I've completely lost it. Uh, Announced the retirement. Monday, Edwards, Hurley, Gray, Hanbury, Kennedy's. Hanbury. Announced that Dan Hanbury was set to retire, and probably like an hour or two before yeah. the press conference, and copped a lot of heat. I, I just wanted to raise it as a discussion point, how you feel about... I mean, this journalist's job is to break the news, right? It's not to be mm-hmm. friends with everybody. Um, uh, I've had an argument with John Ralph over this. Yeah, and wh- wh- where do you fall on it? And it was on Bo Waters' retirement, mm-hmm. which uh, was slightly... Just going back a while. Yeah, which was slightly... It uh, wasn't really known when it was going to be. And obviously, footy clubs send out um, memos to, to journalists and say, hey, press conference tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. down. As a heads up, here you go. One, you, you work out there that Bo Waters is retired. That's not breaking a story. You've been given the story by the footy club to give you a leg up to, yeah. for you to then get your news done. I reckon That's that, not breaking a story. That's just cutting a corner and ruining the news for somebody else. I reckon that happens in Melbourne more than here because over here, like... West Coast and Freer would get people. They'd just say, player available. They'd do it a fair bit, so they'd get people. But in Melbourne, they'd have to be, we got a player press conference tomorrow. You, you should, you'll want to come to this one. Like, yeah. There's a bit more of that, I think. Yeah, and then they jump and name it. And you're like, well, if you didn't get that, you wouldn't have had it. Yeah. I I mean, that's where I fall on it from, like, a, the sports editor the hat. Like, I expect my journos to be breaking news. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's but, their job, and that's what like that. That's how they. But if, but if say Tom Brown had um, had a coffee with Dan Hanbury's sister, and she'd gone, oh, Dan's d- done tomorrow. Mm. That's breaking a story. Being handed a, a um, press. Yeah, I mean, but which, we, we don't know which, which what happened. Tom, in Dick, instance. and Harry had been given. We don't know, but yeah, there's that. But then there's are they embargoed? The are they embargoed that? those releases? Would it be better if they just embargoed it? No, because it would get get out anyway. I didn't get it out of it, but I, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't put out an embargo thing. They wouldn't put out an embargo thing. That's what I'm saying. Retiring yeah. So what? So what's the? What's the? But I, it's I don't still think it's work, the story. if he's done the work on the back of it. If it's like there's but a that's player not doing thing the work. He's made the calls. Getting an email from a footy club saying that there's a press conference is not doing the work. No, but if that's just a tip, like that's the the tip of the iceberg, and then you do the work behind that to figure out, you know, who it is and the reasons behind it, uh, and the contract machinations as well. That's a yarn. I, I don't know. I don't know where I fall on it. I, well, I do know where I fall on it from a professional capacity. Is yeah. like, journos need to break news. The retirement one. The retirement one is just the only one I think is interesting. Okay, break whatever story you want. Mm. I just think the retirement one is not. It's also no one really cares to the extent that it's like, holy mackerel, that shocked me. Like Dan Hanbury, I think we all thought was going to retire. No, I think Kennedy, Dan Hanbury, Robbie Gray, we all thought they're going to Shane Edwards. Yeah, my, but I, I think this one's a little bit moment. different. Like the Kennedy ones and the you know these blokes who were thirty eight. You know, they're, they're about done. The ones where it's like where mm. Dan Hanbury, there was a lot of questions like, what do we, what do they do with him? Mm. And if that the fact that he's going to retire was a news story, a genuine think, news story. So the Bo Waters one, it just remind he hadn't told, he hadn't told family him. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay, hadn't got to everyone, and the story but, that was, but the released. release was put out for, for the, the press, press conference. Yeah, okay. oh, and that it would be Bo Waters. No. Okay. Announcement tomorrow morning. Uh, Special announcement yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that should put a player available. Yeah. Um, make some calls. No, but then you say player available, and we hear about it now that um, coach available at the footy uh, post-game, and one, one journalist turned up to it. Yeah. Well, this is so a, then you go this player available, and you go, well, Xavier O'Neill's up usually, so we don't want – we don't really – I only picked Xavier O'Neill because he was up this week. Yeah, um, spoke really well. I had well, a couple. So. Of yeah, them, yeah, he did speak really well. But you go, well, I don't need to hear from Xavier O'Neill yeah. on a Wednesday. I remember getting some surprise one. I think it was might have been Shannon Hearn being named captain, where it was just meant to be a routine thing, and you get a like, oh, hang on, something's going on. Yeah. Um, uh. 
But yeah, different over here where they we still remember Shannon Hearns presser where they go. What type of captain do you want? He has a premiership one. Great answer. Great answer. And then the other one is oh the player pay stuff. So the Herald Sun put out their rich list. Which is they break all the calls, try to figure out what people are on, and then sort of publish where they think they are. Top of my head, Dusty, Fife, McGovern, Franklin, Grundy. Mm, top five. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there's been, since been a bit of um, argy-bargy from player and coach ranks about, oh, that's not what it is, that's mm. not what it is. My argument, so the argument against, that the AFLPA takes against making player salaries public is that it'll put undue pressure on, you know, probably the top yeah. ten or whatever or... Enough people. I think it t- also takes the pressure off the people on the bottom of the list. Certainly Makes does. I would have loved my salary to be out. Yeah, there. Yes. Shut up. Yeah. I'm only I, on I, this. I, I openly oh. would have been happy with it. A hundred percent. Because people, yeah, stat. then they, they get a bit smarter about it and they think, yeah. oh, look, but he's only on this. It's sort of that's how he works in the yeah. team. So I don't want to harp on it, but off the back of Dan Rioli, um, five, five years, years. today. Mm-hmm. So uh, number one was Dusty has played less than fifty percent games the last two years. Nat Fife less than fifty percent games the last two years. Jeremy Govan fifty percent games less two years. Franklin is the only one who's over. Yeah, and, and Grundy, he's the old Grundy's boy. less. Yeah, and that's my point on long term contracts. So you virtually just torched a million dollars. So the top, you made, the top four of a, the top five paid you players. You put it in a bin and just gone. <laughs> shit, throw some fuel on it. <laughs> We've got them for Lighted seven up. years. What does this million matter? Because like, it's, it's, it's like we've got heaps of it. We've got unlimited money to spend. Yeah, He's going to be good for two. We've locked those in, and then we'll just have to burn five oh, mil on the back golly, of it. Why would I bring it up? Now he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to go back to driving the Jeep Ute home or whatever it is. <laughs> for the coming 40 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Highball bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. All right, you guys go around first while I wait on mine. Robbo, you fire, mate. Actually, someone at the Mount Claremont Market said to me, Sammy said to me on Saturday morning, M was too hungover to get there, so I had to go. <laughs> yeah, Anyway, he goes, mate, I follow your bets, you know, da-da-da, how do you craft them? I said, generally on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which store was this at? Uh, the Tomato Man. Oh, Cherry the tom- Tomatoes. They're Very good, yeah. good Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Steak Hill. Yeah. Yes. Hello, Steak Hill. Jeez, you want to come aboard as a sponsor? Oh, you, know, you know when I had COVID, they dropped off a personal bag for me and stuff? Oh, my uh, God. Sammy. Unreal cherry tomatoes. This is how the other half live. Um, <laughs> I'm taking a $6 four-leg multi. So tell me where you think where this is going to fall down. So Geelong 40-plus against West Coast. About should be right. right. Yeah. Fremantle will get the job done against GWS. Sydney will get the job done against St Kilda. And then looking at Carlton 1-39... to to sneak into the finals frame, it's paying six bucks. Gamble responsibly. Please don't follow my punts. I can <laughs> I can tip with the best of them. As soon as it comes to punting, it just falls responsibly, away. Responsibly, irresponsibly, nah, responsibly. But this one's paying fifty four dollars. Fifty four. Yep. What? <laughs> so, what have you done here? So you've just put it in. You take it out. Your times have <laughs> you put in by fifty five times, and away no, we go. No more than two dollars on this one. Right, please. Melbourne beat Brisbane tomorrow night. Line them up, knock them over. I think North Melbourne are going okay. I think they get within 21 points of Gold Coast at Yeah, you home. can make a case for it, yeah. I think they do. West Coast I've taken with a 62-point head start. Now, the only reason why I say this, so we do that noise. Did you know going into last week's game, West Coast had won more quarters of football than Fremantle since the bye? I, did, I heard you mention that on the pod earlier this Mate, week. Mate, it's yeah. crazy stats. Yeah. So, and, and they're number four for pressure. And I feel like no Cameron... Nothing to play for for Geelong. Maybe they're a bit careful what they do with Hawkins and those guys uh, with their legs. We haven't seen the Geelong team out yet, so time will tell. But I think, yeah, nearly 11 goals. We'll take that. 
Port Adelaide get it done. Robbie Gray's last game. Mm-hmm. Wham, bam, thank you, man. Western Bulldogs playing to make the finals. They win that. Carlton get it done in front of 90,000. Yeah, you might be right. G. Yep. And then to top it off, Sydney get the points. Simple as that. <laughs> $54. Put your 10 in. All right. What happens um, if I have a thousand on it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go the probably two and three in the list for the Brownlow Medal. Back them to both to have a big finish to the round. Try to get a couple of votes yeah. in the back end. So Andy Brayshaw yeah, and Clayton by, Oliver. You're not we'll worried get, about we'll, the we'll Perryman, tag by Perryman? The Perryman tag. Yeah, so no, he's, still, he's still get his thirty because it was something will happen earlier and they'll just. Look at him now. Back This is what Look, I. This is what I did this time last week with Lockie Neal. Yeah. Guys, window hey goes. Oh, window yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. He'll get. Uh, he's, uh, that's why he's two ten. You also need a little bit of value in this, you know. So it's just. Do you know why he's paying two ten? Because he's because he averages twenty seven touches. He doesn't average thirty. Yeah, but he'll get there, mate. Don't worry. I'm confident of this. You need a big finish. Uh, Andy Brayshaw and Clayton Oliver both to have 30 as paying $3.04. So if you are interested, we mentioned Lockie Neal. Just be wary. Melbourne don't tag. Notoriously don't ever tag Mm -hmm. unless it's Lockie Neal. Who goes to? Harms went to last time. Yeah. Yeah. So if Harms comes in, stay away from Lockie Neal. All right. That's us for this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. This has been the Hardball Gets AFL show, completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast has been brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's the complete package. See you next time.